Hey everybody, Adam Stott here. Thanks for checking out my podcast, Business Grow Secrets. You're absolutely in the right place. This podcast is going to reveal to you all of the secrets that you've been looking to discover that can allow you to cure your cash flow problems, attain more clients, bring in more leads for your business, and create systems and processes that give you the growth that you want. You are going to discover the business growth secrets you have been looking for that I've used to sell over £50 million worth of products and services on social media and help clients everywhere to grow their businesses on the mark. So let's get started on the Business Growth Secrets Podcast. So number five, we've got a question from Danielle. She's asking whether she should be committing to a building lease. Is it too early? Okay, so look, the thing, there's two things that we need to understand when it comes to investing, investing in the business. Many people are always waiting to like invest in their business. And, and I think one of the biggest blockers to people growing their businesses in the right way is the fact that they don't feed the baby, right? And uh, people are very quick to say, oh, my business is my baby, my business is my baby, and have this emotional attachment to their business. And they're so emotionally attached to the business that they really try to protect it so much all the time that they forget to feed it. Now, if you didn't feed your baby, your baby wouldn't grow, right? So it's the same with your business. When you feed your business, your business grows. It's as simple as that. When you don't feed your business, your business stays where it is. At the end of the day, it's very difficult if you've never had a successful business or you're at the beginning and you're at the early stages, it's very difficult to make those decisions because a lot of fear comes in and you don't really know. And you might think, oh, I'm putting money in my business. I don't know if it's going to come back. But nothing will free you in your life like having a business financially. When you start to invest in your business and the return does come back and it will come back, it always does. Is when dependent provided you invest in, in the right things. Uh, the way you need to do this is just from a lo- logical decision making process, you know. And that decision making process, I said it pretty much the first time I met you. You know, what's the very best thing that can happen if I make this investment? Uh, what's the very best thing I can happen? So let's say we're looking at taking a lease, and the best thing that can happen is I'm going to be able to store more of my products, and now my house won't be so messy. Well, it's not that much upside, right? Do you understand what I mean? It's like, okay, well, the house is a messy, but at the end of the day, you can live with that as it is. So if the best case scenario you can come up with is not increased income or not increased revenue, then you've got to ask the question, should you do it, right? But if the best case scenario is, look, I'm going to have this extra office space, which means I can bring more products in, which means I can sell more products, which means I can do more video, which I can make more sales, I can build more credibility for my business, I can get more finances, get more funding because my business looks more established, et cetera, et cetera, then you're making a financial decision. And the best case scenario is there's some great upside. So we're going to look at the best case scenario. And I would tell you to write it down. Like, you know, what's the harm in that? I was actually reading an article earlier on, like randomly. And uh, although I know it, this is the thing. Sometimes we feel that we know something, but if we know it and we're not doing it, we don't know it. We've forgotten it. We're not exercising. We're not practicing it. So I would, when you're looking at this decision, what's the best case scenario? Write it down. What's the very worst case scenario, right? So the worst case scenario is you're going to get stuck with a lease and the lease is 10 years long and you have to pay £3,000 a month for 10 years 
that you can't afford, then you've got a problem, right? That is a worst case scenario. So then you look at risk mitigation and the risk mitigation is, can I get break clause in my lease? You know, can I get a rent free period in my lease? Can I get a sublet uh, contract in my lease? So I can actually sublet to other people. Is it a desirable lease that other people want to buy? Would someone want to buy off me? So what you do is you imagine the worst case scenario and then you look at risk mitigation and you ensure that you are sensible in the way you approach it and then you're not going to have a problem. And then you can say, what's the most likely thing that's going to happen? Well, the most likely thing that's going to happen is you're going to probably take the lease, you're going to get in this position and your, your sales probably will go up a bit. They won't go up as much as you dreamed, but they'll go up a bit. The worst case scenario won't be anywhere near as bad as what you thought it was going to be. And because you've used risk mitigation, you're not in such a bad situation. So overall, it's going to work out that you're going to be in a good position and everything should be fine. And that comes with most sort of investment decisions. I think that if you want your business to grow, you know, there's going to be a time where you have to just invest in it, you know. And I see, I look at all of our really successful clients and the people achieving the most, people people like Palm, people like Cam, people like Gary, and, and this, I know there's so many of you, like people like Danny, their attitude towards investment is just completely different. You know, if you had a conversation with those people about investment, you know, they're going to tell you it's not what it costs you, it's what it makes you, you know, and they're going to say, you've got to invest in your business, you've got to invest in yourself, you've got to better invest in your personal value, you've got to better invest in your growth, every single one of them, you know, and, uh, you know, if you don't take it from me, take it from them. Like, and when I talk about it, I know that the best investments I've ever made have been in myself. Don't get me wrong, I'll be honest, I'll be totally straight with you. I've took the wrong leases at times <laughs> and I've, uh, I've gone out and got buildings. Like, you know, I always remember back to getting a built when I, when I had a building in, in, in Surrey and, you know, it was a wrong decision. Like, quite frankly, it was a wrong decision. I felt invincible at the time. I was absolutely crushing it and I just thought I was going to take over, you know, take over the world. I just kept going, get going, get going, get going. And that wasn't a great decision because I didn't look at it logically. It was a three-hour drive from my house. and if you can't keep your eyes on the business and you can't keep your finger on the pulse, that's not a good thing. You know, or if you're thinking I'm going to dread going there every time because it's so far away, that's not a good thing either. So we've got to look at those geographical locations as well when we're making these decisions based around where you're going to be based, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I've just took on a new building for the events team and, and those, it wasn't as big a decision probably, you know, because just for, for something, it wasn't a huge decision, but the way I look at it is, is that in a geographical location? Am I going to mind going there? Are my staff going to be called there, et cetera, et cetera? What extra benefits am I going to get? What's it going to bring me? What's the best case? What's the worst case? What's the most likely? And, and I'm always running that back through my mind. If you don't, if you don't use that decision-making process and you literally don't use that decision-making process, you know, I will start to use it. I will just look at it. What's the worst going to happen? What's the best going to happen? What's the most likely going to happen? You're just going to find that you think so much clearer and so much logically. If you worry or you get anxiety, you're like, oh, I don't ever do this. Oh, I don't ever do that. Then you just got to get more logical because it's just going to produce you better results, you know, pure and simple. So that's what I would, uh, I'll take myself through that process. Another thing that I would say just from an, an advice uh, perspective, um, you always got to look to raise your revenue. I mean, we had a client this week that, in the one hand worried me and in the one hand impressed me, right? This person had a massive panic up and they came to the members event and they had the right attitude. So this was a situation. So this person knows who they are, but I'm not going to tell you who they are because it's not fair. 
right, to, to them just in case um, they don't want me to share that, right? But this person comes to the members event, is in a panic and says, look, everything was going mad. I was going really well. I was absolutely smashing it. Things have gone great. I've gone strength to strength, strength to strength, and the wheels have fallen off pretty much. It's not the things that were going right are not going right. I've lost some clients. I've had some issues, da 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 So first thing I got, I got this person to do was sit down with Ross. And for anybody that isn't aware, Ross is like literally one of the best coaches, right? As a coach, if everybody's got different skills and different talents, you know, like Ross's skill and talent is, you know, one of his not so much skills is he gets very grumpy when he's hungry. <laughs> right. So, but he is an amazing coach. He's very, 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 very good coach. And he sits down with his person, takes him for a process and gives him clarity. You know, he's very, very good at doing that. It's exactly what he did with this person. Uh, they then come and spoke to me and I sat down and I told him exactly what they should be doing and the way they should approach it and what their thinking patterns should be around this situation. So where they worried me was that they massively panicked, but where they impressed me, so they turned up, they got coaching, they listened, and then this person has gone out and been like a whirlwind of action and made things happen. Now, I haven't spoken to this person because it was Thursday. Um, well, I have actually. I've, I've exchanged some text messages and stuff, but I've not had a longer conversation. But I'll be willing to bet that this person's mind is clearer, they're taking more action, and they're getting stuff done. And that comes from going through a logical decision-making process. So well done to that person. They know who they are, right? <laughs> so it's pretty cool. Hey, everybody. Adam here. And I hope you loved today's episode. Hope you thought it was fabulous. And if you did, I'd like to ask you a small favor. Could you jump over and go and give the podcast a review? Of course, I'll be super grateful if that is a five-star review. We're putting our all into this podcast for you, delivering you the content, giving you the secrets. And if you've enjoyed it, please go and give us a review and talk about what your favorite episode is, perhaps. Every single month, I select someone from that review list to come to one of my exclusive academy days and have lunch with me on the day, meeting hundreds of my clients. So if you want that to be you, then you're going to be in with a shout if you go and give us a review on iTunes. Please, of course, do remember to subscribe so you can get all the up-to-date episodes. Peace and love, and I'll see you very, very soon. Thank you.